Welcome to episode number 83 of Take Him With You for August 29th, 2010. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. This week we're going to talk about our abundant blueberry bushes and we have guests in the studio. What kind of cell phone would you get if you could right now? What's the one you really want? We're going to talk to Amy about the one she wants, so that'll be fun. Uh, it is Treks in Sci-Fi uh, podcast, friend of mine, five-year anniversary. We're going to talk a little bit about Rico Dosti and what he means to my friend who's in the studio with us today. Uh, him and his wife are visiting from Canada. We're going to have a great time. Stick around. The Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-fi entertainment news and commentary. I am Locutus of Borg. Star Trek episode analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. Yes, Rico. Rico, Rico, Rico. What a great guy he is. You know, uh, in the studios with us today here at the Moyers house. Hi, Aim. Hi. By the way, I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. We already said that at the beginning, though. Oh, okay. So we're the hosts of Taking With You, the podcast that's spiritual, not religious. And that's my daughter coming into the house. Hi, Catherine. Hi. She's, uh, she, okay, anyway, we have guests with us from Canada. Longtime friend, never met him till this morning, live. Yeah. Jeff Job and his wife, Tao Tao. And we are so excited to have them in our house. Hi, Jeff. Oh, hi, Rick. How are you? Is that so weird to hear him actually on Taking With You Live? See, we did an interview, so you have been on the show. Yeah, I've been on the show before. And I want to make sure, is it, let me see if it's working. Say hi again. And hi, Rick. Oh, yeah, there we go. Now it's and working. And we played, we played promos for um, Jeff's show before, for his... Um, we play no. them every week for like his show. Like the racing. Can you say the name of it? It's Champ called Podcast. Champ, yeah. Pod. Champ Podcast. Yeah. And you do that with a friend of yours? Yeah, I do that with my friend uh, Jason. Right, and I have Jason as my Facebook friend now. Yeah, you and uh, Jason. I think Jason said he's actually uh, spoken with you a few times. Yeah, we go back and forth and talk, and it's kind of fun. Yeah, Jason, he's, um, I, like I say, it's, it's come up on uh, Rico's podcast before, but Jason's, uh, he's created that documentary, Peg Warmers. Oh, that's oh, yeah. right. Yes. Yeah, we watched that. Yeah. Thanks to you, because you sent it down to I'm us. Trying, I'm trying <laughs> so to get your microphone our whole, to sound good. Our yeah. whole family... Um, um, sat down and watched the video. Oh, it was pretty neat. <laughs> no, we did, and it was I, cool. <laughs> I was jumping up and down on the couch when you came on. Yeah, was it cool to see your husband famous on on a DVD? Yes, DVD <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah, and it was really great too because um, see now you can say, well, see the reason I collect all these different things and pay all this money for these things is because I'm famous. 
Yeah, I wish I wish that <laughs> I wish that was the case. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure how famous I. Am. I guess a small. But you're on a DVD about collecting, so that's pretty neat. That is pr- very cool, I think. Yeah, but I that's guess, you know. I, I don't I'm not sure how like the distribution on that DVD is. So I think I think there's only a couple hundred out there, maybe. So I'm famous too. Uh, <laughs> you're famous in our family. We know that's who right. you are. That's right. <laughs> Well, anyway, we met on the Trex and Sci-Fi Forum uh, many, many years ago, and uh, you and I kind of struck up a friendship over Skype and different things, and uh, we have a lot of stuff in common, don't we? Yeah, we do have a lot of uh, stuff in common, probably. Uh, like I say, we like the sci-fi stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, also we like the, uh, the heavy, he- heavy metal. Yes. Heavy yeah. edge music, yeah. So. You, you guys can have it. <laughs> <laughs> Amy doesn't like it too much. I, I like quiet music. Yeah. Uh, Tao Tao, do you like the heavy heavy metal? Oh yes, sometimes. Yeah. But I like a lot of the music too. Yeah, yeah. She's she's kind of a pop girl though, so she, uh, she likes uh, me what, too. Uh, she like the li- Ting Tings and she likes uh, I don't know, just, I like the Beyonces and uh, oh okay okay Christina Aguilera and all kind those kind of mainstream rock then yeah just the pop, pop I think pop. I think yeah. they call pop yeah. Yeah. They call pop music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, we we met on the forums and we we have had, struck up a friendship and had a great time talking about all the different TV shows we liked as a kid and so on and so forth. And then I don't know how many years ago, but um, I started to share the different music projects that I was doing with you. And because we had similar likes in music, I really enjoy getting your opinion on the different things that I'm working on, and we really uh, started to enjoy that. Yeah, it was uh, I always enjoy listening to your music, Rick, and I always feel kind of uh, blessed, I guess, in a sense that I get to kind of hear it a little bit before everyone else. You, you actually, you actually always do get to hear it sooner than everybody else, which is is quite fun. Um, so, what I thought would be fun is since this is absolutely the amazing weekend called Five Years of Treks and Sci-Fi, the Treks and Sci-Fi Forum. And uh, from us, actually, even uh, well, I've been on it for four years, so I've known you about four years or so. You you were on the forum before I was, right? Yeah, I think maybe maybe three or four months before. I think I joined like in August or something. Yeah, and I was in December, I think, yeah. is when I joined. So, so anyway, um, uh, it's the five-year anniversary of Rico's program, Treks in Sci-Fi. So not only am I going to recommend his program, which you heard the promo already, but I wrote a song. And, uh, of course, this song, um, well, let's just say it's it's uh, it just kind of encapsulates the the podcast and what it's all about. And I thought we would play it right here on the program and everybody could listen to it and then maybe they go over and listen to Rico's program too. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know, I, I'm sure a lot of people who listen to this program listen to Rico's program as yeah. well. And uh, he's got a great program. And like I say, it, it's been really nice. Like I say, you know, if it was said five years ago that I would have been able to meet a, a person like you, Rick and Amy, uh, and your whole family. It would have been, uh, it's really cool. And it's just uh, one of the great things about the internet, I guess. And It really is. And the community that Rico's kind of kind created of created over yeah. at uh, the Treks and Sci-Fi uh, very, you know, there's not a lot of communities out there um, like the one that Rico's created. So, it's well, cool. you know, here's what I like about it. Not only uh, is everybody very supportive of one another, we all come from way different backgrounds. I mean, you've got every type of person on that forum. Yet, there, that I've been on internet forums where everybody ranks on each other and flames each other and calls each other names, and pretty soon you don't want to be there. You, it just, it's, it's adversarial, no fun. Yet on the forum that we're on with Trex and Sci-Fi, it is, it's just like having an extended family of, of people that are very supportive. Now, we don't always get along. I mean, well, we don't always agree. Let's just put it that way. But we're civil about it. Yeah, exactly. Like say, it's not, uh, like say, everyone's got different viewpoints sometimes on things. But like say, very seldom do you ever see uh, people really get 
really I, into a heated in all, argument. Yeah, and all the years I've been on the forum, I, I think there's only been one person that's been banned ever. And that was because they just started getting crazy it wasn't it wasn't even cool and rico just said eh, that was it you know but for the most part it's a very supportive community but then i think the reason it is is because we all have one thing in common our love for science fiction and and just kind of thinking bigger than we are if that makes sense yeah exactly everyone's got that you know that kind of love for sci-fi everyone's um you know big star trek fans on, yeah on air they you know like they star wars they like Battlestar galactica uh-huh. they like all that type of um kind of cool stuff all the cool geeky stuff exactly yeah (laughs) which i like too so let's play the song and then after the song uh we got a couple of uh, promos and then we'll be we're going to interview you guys today on the show it's going to be a great time everybody's going to love it i'm sure so we'll be right back and then we'll talk about what's going on around our house With a dose of care, making us geek smile everywhere. From England to Russia and all through the states, reviewing up the episodes we contemplate. From TOS to TNG, some TAS on NBC. Deep Space Nine, the Rock Diverse, a Voyager, they got to Delta first. Enterprise with Archer and DePaul, and every single movie, he covers them all. Five years, five years. Talking about the three years. Five years, five years, helping out the geeky peers. Five years, five years, the Trek's inside my show. Five years, five years, hey Rico, where you go? Where you go? little bars i can't wait to journey with rico to the stars flying through an episode i always smirk and get a little trivia about captain kirk conventions and more he talks about them all in season out from summer to fall tv shows with a sci-fi twist so many things i just can't list well the years are full past it warps me nine rico does it right and makes us feel fine it's a quality show that speaks nerdies every time we listen it's sure to please don't stop turning out the show that rocks we love it every time you talk. Five years, five years. Talk about the easy years. Five years, five years. Helping out his deep ears. Five years, five years. The dress inside my show. Five years, five years. Hey Rico, way to go, do the Rico. Let's 
right there. There's the premiere of five years all celebrating Rico and the Trex and Sci-Fi podcast. Okay, it's time to find out what's going on at our house on Taking the Game. So we're having a great time with our friends from Canada. And uh, now we've had friends from California come up. We've had friends from Oregon come up. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a friend from Chicago coming over eventually. Or Crystal Lake, I think is what all, it's called. All that we met on the All internet. that we've met on the internet. Um, How yeah, cool is that? From Sci-Fi Forum, I think, is yeah. all of them, yeah. Yeah, so we're having a great time. And this morning, you guys got to experience something very fun. My wife made her traditional family recipe of Swedish pancakes. Yeah, those are uh, really good. I, I've never actually had a Swedish pancake before, so it was uh, it was pretty good. I like it. Good, good. It, it, they're kind of like crepes, but instead of saying, ooh la la, you say, ah, sure. Uh, you betcha. <laughs> you uh, betcha. <laughs> well, what I was going to go there was that we had some um, homemade blueberry syrup. And homemade strawberry syrup. Well, I was talking about the blueberries because that's my... Oh, we're going to oh, talk about our blueberries. You're trying to transition and I didn't catch that. It's okay. okay. You don't have notes in front of you. No, you didn't get me notes this time. No, I didn't. And, You're uh, in trouble for that, but I'll forgive you. Yeah, I hope so. Well, anyway, we have two big blueberry bushes in our yard and we have been uh, picking like madmen. I think I have about... Two gallons worth of blueberries in the freezer right now. Well, I picked a whole gallon of them just the other day. Yeah, so I'm not sure. Here's what, what I that'd do. That'd be about eight eight liters worth, I think. In ah, uh, yeah, Canadian the speed. Canadian or metric system. Metric. I know. I'm pretty bad at uh, converting <laughs> between the two, so I'll, I'll take your word on it. I was laughing because the. Uh, folks I work with in Australia, uh, Stefan in particular, uh, was laughing because he was trying to convert into. Um, not metric, but into, um, oh yeah, to metric, because I talk about inches and pounds and all this stuff, and he's, compl- well, they're completely metric there. Oh, so they use yeah. kilograms and yeah, uh, all centimeters. That, and- yeah, so it was kind of weird. We were trying to figure out what was what. <laughs> it was kind of yeah. funny. Yeah, pounds are about 2.2 kilograms, I think. I don't know. It's, it's confusing to try to convert. It actually isn't confusing. If you learned when you were a kid, measurements in metrics it's much easier because it's 10 based everything is based on 10 okay here's the geek in me coming out but the number system in the united states or and the old-fashioned numbering system around the world the measuring system was not based on that so so like a pound is 16 ounces well it's based on all different kinds of things yeah so it just doesn't based on stones and rocks or something (laughs) i mean literally i'd like a steak that weighs three rocks thank you yeah, and and hands and. Well, I yeah. was talking about blueberries before we yeah. got off track, but here, we got them so this is what Sorry. I do: I take my iPod and I put on a good podcast, and I go out and I pick blueberries, listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. So the other day, I'm out picking, and I've got an entire um, juice pitcher full of blueberries, and I'm picking, 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 and I'm listening to Knights of the Guild, the the companion cast, okay. And it's because I like Kenny is a good friend of ours, and and as well as yours, Jeff. Yeah. And and uh, I was listening to him and enjoying it, but I had it really cranked because I always have everything really cranked. Yes, you do. And my wife walked up behind me without announcing that she was there, 
Of course, I couldn't have heard her anyway. I was announcing I was there by coming up and putting my hand on your shoulder. Anyway, I about peed my pants because she, (laughs) you know, you don't expect you're out there all by yourself. You know, you're listening to something, you're kind of engrossed in what you're doing, and then something touched me that was bigger than like a bird or something, you know, and I'm like, (gasps) I turned around and I said, gee whiz, you scared the crap out of me. I'm just slightly bigger than a bird. Maybe Thanks a lot than an for, ostrich. <laughs> but this is not the only time this has happened to me. See, I also, uh, I do this a lot. I go pick the blueberries while I'm listening to my headphones. And the other day, a neighbor kid, I guess, had been talking to me for a good <laughs> good 10 minutes. And I had he thought time. I was just being rude. But I had earphones on and didn't know it. And finally, I see this little set of hands go up and start picking berries. I'm like, what? And I take off my headphones. He goes, hi, Mr. Moyer. You know, he was picking blueberries with me. I didn't even know it. That's how (laughs) bad it was. But anyway, we have two bushes, and there's one bush with big, huge berries, and the other bush with little, tiny berries. Mm -hmm. Do not, I do not like picking the little berries. It takes longer to fill up. Well, not only that, but they, well, they're sweet tasting and everything. But I like a big, juice, juicy, plump Mm -hmm. berry. But scientifically, I believe you have to have two different varieties in order in the same yard, in the same area, within the same vicinity, and that cross. Pollinization. Yeah. The bees, they somehow when they the little flowers are on the on the bushes, the bees land on one bush and they suck the nectar right. or get pollen on them from the one bush and then they fly over. Supposedly, they fly over to the next bush, which is another blueberry bush, and they brush off some of the stuff that came from the other one. They're, they actually say there's a male and female blueberry bush. Yeah. And the bees happen to help them have babies. Fruit. Yeah. Baby fruit. Okay. Are we getting too technical? Have, is this we, this is really our, geeky for talking about blueberries. We've had our biology lesson now. But yeah, you're supposed to have two different kinds of blueberry bushes. Thus, when you're trying to tell your child about sex, that's why they call it the birds and the bees. Oh. Did you know okay. that? All right. You don't believe me, do you? No, I believe you. No, I don't, I don't believe me. I, I just came up with that. It's better than the story that my dad... <laughs> My okay, dad no, 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 don't, no, don't. At the bullpen. No, 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 no. Do not tell the story about the bullpen. Oh, don't, okay, don't go there. That's how I got the facts of life talk. Okay, I don't even. Want, don't even. People are now going to go. Oh, tell the story. Tell the story. No. 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 Okay. No telling the no story. No telling the bullpen story. Okay, blueberries. We have lots of them. <laughs> okay. Let's just put it that way. And you guys are going to enjoy blueberry pancakes one of these mornings. Yeah, you you told us you'd be making us some uh, blueberry pancakes, what, so looking forward to that. They're very one good. Of my, one of my favorite. If we have any leftover Hershey bars from the um, from making, S'more. we're making s'mores tonight. One of my most famous pancakes is I used to cook a lot of kids' camps. And they like the blueberry chocolate chip pancakes. Oh, blueberry chocolate. Yeah. Okay, I have an honest honest story here. Of course, most of my stories are honest, aren't they? Anyway, this story is very, very, very pertinent to our podcast today because... Really? Well, yeah, because the very first time that I ever met you... Oh. I asked her for a, a, on a date to drive her to her house, and she lived well, 35 miles from where I lived. So I actually... From um, college. Yeah, I actually... Uh, the put, short way was 35 minutes or miles from I went house. the long way. Anyway, I'm t- I took her to Westport, <laughs> where we're going today, as a matter of fact. Walked on the very beach that I, I looked into well, her eyes. I think we actually walked on the Grayland Beach, but it was close. No, we didn't. I know exactly where we walked. Okay. It was on the Westport Beach. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, what was I trying to say? Oh, okay. So I take her to her house. I come into her house. And what did she make me for dinner? 
chocolate chip pancakes. Oh. That was my first exposure to them. I never had a chocolate chip pancake. Never even knew that they existed. We didn't put yeah. things in our pancakes. That You know the history of that? If you want to know the history of There's chocolate chip pancakes. There's a real history pancakes. of it? Yes. I had a brother that did not like syrup. Oh. And so because he didn't like syrup, my mom used to put little pieces of candy in his pancakes. Got so it. if we had chocolate chips, she put chocolate chips in it. If we didn't have chocolate chips, she'd take the little jimmies or sprinkles that you put on, on cookies at Christmas. Uh-huh. And she'd sprinkle those in the pancakes. And that's the history of our family. Well, not coming. You're not the only person that has ever, family that has ever put chocolate chips in pancakes. Uh, probably not. But in our family, that's the history of it is because my brother didn't like syrup. I mean, what's not to like about a giant chocolate chip cookie? Not much. Yeah, with warm maple syrup. I mean, oh, come on. Oh, no, just skip the syrup and put butter on it. Oh, that's, that's good, too. Good. Well, yeah, that Real makes it more butter. like a cookie. Yeah. Okay, well, enough yeah. about blueberries and chocolate chips. Okay. Um, you've been uh, complaining about your phone. Well, it's doing a little bit better because I have a different battery in it now. But for Yeah, we had a to while, get a new phone. For a while, I would be talking to someone for like 10 minutes and it would go dead. It, it would totally this is your cell zap, phone, right? Zap, yeah, my cell phone. Okay, all right. The power would die after just ten minutes, and I'd be in the middle of talking, and I'm wondering, I'm wondering why they aren't responding, and it's because my cell phone was dead. Yeah, well, see, this is how it works. Um, we, we kind of, well, let's just put it this way: Amy hasn't always been technology technically uh, technically um, savvy. savvy i guess is what it is yes and so she just really wanted a phone to be able to call and talk on so we've always given her the worst phone ever yeah until we came into the texting world and you know i didn't really start texting um until a, a couple of years ago texter, though. well here's why i started i can text but i'm just real slow well i got a keyboard on my phone i have a i i started with i don't know do, jeff now do you what kind of phone do you have I've got a Palm Pre. Okay, so you okay? I started off with the handheld device before. Well, the original cell phone that I had was one of those big look one that looked like a woman's shoe. You know, you can knock yeah. somebody over the head if they tried. Yeah, that's how what kind of cell phone I had. And then yeah. I and then I graduated to other ones as I went through and I worked. Oh, for I remember a, when you got your first StarTac. Oh, that's it, it was like a, like a communicator. communicator. He so loved that cool. one. It was so cool, the digital readout. And then, of course, uh, I was introduced to the Palm Pilot. Which my boss had one, and I thought, what a cool, great little machine, where you could take your organizer, which mine was a big, you know, eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper, in a in a, a big pack pad. and leather, you know, case and everything, and you lugged this big thing around with your calendar in it. Now you could have this little thing in the palm of your hand to have a stylus, and then write right into it. It would recognize your writing. Way cool. But then, what do they do? They're always coming out with better technology, and now you have something like you have. Which is a smartphone and a PDA all put into one. Yeah. And that's just so much better. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like I say, it's got well, it's a smartphone, a PDA, and it, and Your it whole, has a game device. Like yeah. And you can well. play games on it. Yeah. Which was just fantastic. Yeah, so, fantastic. see, when I got a phone. I've not You don't have an iPhone because no. we don't have those down here, but we, you have a touch. Well, yeah, okay, they have those I down touch. here. We just don't have the, the cell towers. We have Verizon basically around this area. Yeah. But anyway, what I was trying to say is as soon as I got a keyboard on my phone, then I was into the texting mode because texting is so cool. The problem with texting, though, is that you can only go a certain amount of of letters 
And if you only have a numeric keyboard, like my wife, just the numbers, you have to do this thing called T9. I can't figure that out. Yeah, she's not good at that. I can do the regular texting where you just, you know, click the letters, three not, times. numbers three times click to get each three letter. three times and tell me that you love me. Anyway, but I'm really slow at it. Yes, I'm you really are. Slow. Okay, so I'll like write this big long thing. Blah, 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 blah. Hit enter and she writes back, K. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> and that took her like, what, three hours to, yeah. you know, did it. Is that right? Percent. Really okay, so I feel really bad. And so I was going to surprise you. And I went down to Techline, tech our local uh, cell phone store. And I was going to get her another phone. And then I found out that her upgrade doesn't happen until December. And, uh, and what I could have gotten her would have taken a data. But anyway, it was just a big mess. So you're stuck. I'm sorry, dear. With your, your, but you got me another battery, so yeah. it's last. The battery's lasting longer. Actually, my friend got happy. you a battery, but that's all right. Yeah. So anyway, you're all set. Yeah, for then, and you know, I'd really like to get one of the phones that you can take with you to make your laptop work whenever. Oh, you have you seen those things? They 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 create a Wi-Fi spot. My boss has one. Yeah, like a four, I think it's a four G. Yeah. 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 She has a, cool. her cell phone, which I don't know that she's kind of like me, and she hasn't quite got the cell phone all the way figured out yet, but. She can take her cell phone with her laptop anywhere, and instead of she used to have this like smart thing that you plugged in the side mm -hmm. to, but it was like sixty dollars a month. Yeah, or like something. an internet kind of uh, like skin. a little satellite kind, yeah. thing yeah. to go to to make her laptop work anywhere. Well, now she has her cell phone will do the same thing for about half the price a yeah. month. So and anyway, but you have to have the data package or that. Yeah. yeah. So. The, Okay, so we'll report back when it comes time around December when she gets her new phone yeah, that has a keyboard on it. And then maybe she can text me grocery lists and stuff. That'll yeah, be fun. Yeah, texting. <laughs> like, well, I actually saw that. Uh, I remember I was watching TV. It was like, that was last year or something like that. They actually had, like, texting championships. They had all these young yeah. people and all these Asian yeah. people, and they're all texting. As fast as they can go. Someone won a championship. My son would have won the local championship, my oldest boy, but he worked for the company putting on the contest. He could. So he's the fastest texter in town. He was the fastest that came to the Okay, the now they're so good. He's so good at it that he can do it underneath the table without even seeing the keyboard. He can he can choo -choo 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 and hit the button. And when, I know that. I, some, some just young kids can do that. When she can talk to with you, yeah. she, she doesn't need... Uh, watch them she doesn't have to look at it yeah my yeah. my son can um i hopefully he doesn't do this anymore but he was quite good at texting while driving and it oh. it really uh. bothered me because one time well, he can't was, do it. it's illegal one now. time he was in the passenger seat and he was texting a friend who was driving a few cars ahead of us mm -hmm. and she got into a car wreck because oh, she was texting no. him back. No. Yes, it's true. So it's true. I hope he if he's listening to this podcast, Nathan, please don't text while you drive. He's Thank not you. texting while he's driving. Well he's married now, so hopefully his wife has got him trained not to do that. All right. Well, that's what's going on around our house. Lots of fun. Um, we are going to be back in one moment, and we're going to have a, a wonderful time talking with Jeff and Tao Tao. This is Jeff from Champ Podcast. After you finish listening to this excellent podcast, I invite you to come listen to ours. My co-host Jason and myself cover open-wheel auto racing, focusing on Formula One and IndyCar. Each podcast, we review the races, 
we talk about drivers and teams and all the news and rumors as well. So come give us a go. We can be found at www.champpodcast.com, that's with one P, or in iTunes, search Champ Podcast. Champ Podcast, the world's fastest podcast. <laughs> well, there you go. So that famous voice there that you hear every week on Taken With You is now with us. Hello. Hey. Here, scoot on over, Tao Tao, because we can't see you. you Got to come up this way a little bit. Yeah. Let me see. Ah, there we go. See, we saw, there we go. Okay, with us in the studios and live here on Taken <laughs> With You and on YouTube because we're doing a little video. Except for you put your head in front of her now. <sighs> here, how's that? Can we see everybody? Yeah. Okay, how about that? Do I just stay like yeah, that? Yeah, just don't move. <laughs> all, you see is the, all you see is the back of my head. Anyway, um, with us in the studios is our friends from Canada, Jeff and Tao Tao Job. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. Okay, because sometimes I call them, I used to call you Job. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone like, lots of people actually call call me Job, and just this is the way my family are. We usually just don't correct anyone <laughs> just, about it. Ah, don't worry yeah, about it. Like say, but yeah, like say it's it's Job. Like, and I think it's I just told Job, you it's, like the Bible. Yeah, just Job. like yeah. the book of the Job. Book yeah, of Job. yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, having this chat on Treks and Sci-Fi about how you pronounce names, and and because uh, Rico Dosti is actually, I guess they've said his name, Dosti, and you know all sorts of, and we've been called Myers, Mayers. Um, some people like to, to make our last name M-O-I-E-R, but it's it's really M-O-I-E-R. But, you know, anyway. Okay, so we've announced everybody's name correctly. So you guys are all the way down from Canada, and uh, I just played a promo. You do a couple of different podcasts, and we met on the Treks and Sci-Fi Forum. But tell me a little bit about your love for NASCAR racing. Uh, actually, it's IndyCar racing. Okay, there we go. IndyCar See, that's, how I, that's yeah. how I don't know. Yeah. So it's IndyCar and Formula One is the... What's the difference between a NASCAR and an Indy? Uh, the difference between a, a NASCAR car and an Indy car is a, a NASCAR car is, is more kind of a... It's just called a stock car, which okay. is kind of... Um, though those cars aren't really close, when stock NASCAR first started out, they were driving basically production-type cars, and then they kind of modified them for racing. But okay. now a stock car isn't really as close to... It's not really that close to a street car anymore, but uh, it's still kind of looks like a car it just looks kind of like a regular car whereas okay. an indie car is an open wheel based car so and those are the ones that are more flat to the ground and they yeah. have the big huge wheels that stick out right yeah they got the big wheels they got a a wing in the back right okay they look like spaceships yeah they call them pointy cars too yeah. you know they'll call them pointy cars because they got a pointy front end with a big wing so on it very aerodynamic yeah very aerodynamic oh that's on purpose isn't it that's yeah. because they go faster than the other ones yeah like say an indie car goes much faster than uh than um than a stock car or a NASCAR, like they they're a much much quicker car, mm-hmm. and then um and then you've got a Formula One car which looks kind of similar to an Indy car, but it's it's a lot more um engineered and it's more of um like say a Formula One car like say it's much more engineered and it's it's more of just kind of a road type kind of open wheel car. It, it races on on road courses because okay. Formula One is a road road course type kind of uh series whereas okay. an indie car um we were talking a little bit off microphone before rick but um you know an indie car like when indie car first kind of came out it was kind of this multi-purpose kind of open wheel car they raced on ovals they raced on road courses they raced on temporary street courses mm-hmm. so it was kind of a multi-purpose car then you know uh, like 15 years ago or so you know they're IndyCar kind of split into two paths. Like, say, there was something called the Indy Racing League, which was an oval-based series. And then there was um, something called um, Kart or Champ Car, which was um, 
which was uh, they did a little bit of ovals and then they did mostly road courses and then they moved into more of a road course league and then they had a ugly brutal 13 year old 13 year war which kind of ended with um, with them going down in flames <laughs> yeah with well basically both series going down in flames they merged unfortunately they kind of mer- merged under the well, I shouldn't say unfortunately I guess it depends on how you view it but unfortunately for me they merged under as um, IndyCar or Indy Racing League and now they're kind of moving back more into the IndyCar thing and it's again kind of this balanced schedule of ovals road courses and these are the kind of tracks they go on right? yeah they go on okay. ovals like um like an indy car why it's called indy cars because it kind of based out of indianapolis the indianapolis 500 which okay is, all right i didn't yeah. see i'm learning new things right yeah. now so that's why it's called the indy cars because it races at the indy 500 okay so you and jason have been doing the podcast for how many years now oh i think we're we're on our fourth year our wow fourth year we like i say we started off the first year as a, a champ car um, podcast and then right at the end of the year champ car folded up into indycar and then we kind of moved into like say doing covering this new indycar series mm-hmm. and then at the time we just we weren't covering formula one as well but then we decided that um you know because we're not really we weren't really indycar guys anymore we're, we're growing back into it uh and we will be but uh we thought we might as well cover formula formula one as well because it's like say road road racing part of it is more our right. our passion more so than the the oval stuff so that's why we started covering formula one as well and then we you know champ champ podcast was supposed to mean champ car right know, okay i didn't off. i didn't know why yeah. it was named that i yeah. didn't know that it was supposed to be champ car you know it was based off i was actually going to call it champ cast but uh, someone else already had the name oh so, that's interesting so i had to call it champ podcast and then we decided we just so it's still called champ podcast but it's more championship podcast because Formula One and IndyCar and I guess NASCAR they all race for like a championship you know so so that's what you guys yeah it's talk it, about then. yeah so we talk about so we just championship kind of still fit, fits in there because they race for champ you know in Formula One IndyCar they race at the end of the year whoever has the most points because you get a certain amount of points for winning a race certain amount for coming in second so whatever they do throughout the year yeah. then whoever has the most points is a, is champ. a champ yeah, okay a champion so that's that's why we call it we still call it champ podcast even though champ car is no longer and it's right. with only one p yeah with only one p champ so. oddcast champ well, <laughs> i just when i picked the uh url name i just figured that uh that'll work you know it, it looked i looked at it with two p's and didn't look very didn't natural look right. and yeah. i thought well it just kind of blends into it works yeah so yeah it's champ podcast but uh, so are, are there a lot of other racing podcasts out there because i okay i'm not a real fan of it so i didn't see any other ones but but uh do you guys have a lot of competition as far as podcasting to be honest i'm not really sure rick um, oh you really haven't looked you just kind of yeah, do it because they, you love it yeah we just kind of do it because we love it um i used to listen to a formula one podcast but i don't think those fellows do it, it used to be a couple american guys who did a formula one podcast and mm-hmm. i haven't seen anything in my feed in the last couple of years so they they might not have done it anymore i used to li- listen to theirs because they did formula one they gave it a really good perspective on it because it was an american perspective which was closer to me mm-hmm. and how i'd view it so I, I used to really enjoy listening to their podcast and then i think the only other ones are like kind of um podcasts which are kind of like i think they do like an indie car podcast but it's it's produced by by the the series so it's 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 more more like a, a professionally yeah know, professionally it's not by yeah. fans like yeah, you guys are yeah it's not by fans so i guess you know they're going to they're they're going to 
say things you know a certain way you know like we're not we're not affiliated with anyone so, so you you don't have to yeah. butter anybody's bread do you yeah so we're a little more well you just got back and you um did um tau tau did you go with him you just went to a race didn't you yeah we actually i just went to a race actually it's just in the city i live oh so, well that's cool yeah like uh, when you went town. yeah did you like it mm, not really too noisy <laughs> but you love your husband so you went with <laughs> yeah. him yeah yeah so that was back in uh july actually they because when the two series merged, they took a few races, and and the races in Edmonton, where where I come from, was one of the ones which actually made it onto the schedule. Wow, cool! And they they race actually out on our because we have a um, what they call it a municipal airport in Edmonton, mm-hmm. and they just race on the uh, on the runways. For real? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they shut down like they they shut down one of the the runways um, for the car race, and then the other one they kind of keep open for for the planes and all that. It's mm-hmm. a small airport actually. Actually, they're actually going to shut that one down. Actually, that airport. So, wow. but it's it's kind of cool that uh, you know it's kind of nice. We used to go out to uh, Vancouver because um, they used to race the um, the Indy cars and the Champ cars out in Vancouver. But when the Olympics came, they built right on the site where the, wow. where the cars raced. So that's cool. They built the Athletes Village or something like that there. So, so, then so they, they have moved, all the facilities and everything yeah, there. So that so in the end they moved the race to uh, Edmonton, and we've been going. I think it's been like five years or something like that. Wow. So, and we've been actually, um, Jason and I, we actually went down to a, uh, uh, champ car race down in, um, it's Monterey. Oh, it's just over by Pebble Beach in, uh, California. Oh, California. Wow. It was a, a track called Laguna Seca and it's just in that Monterey area. So mm-hmm. we went there a few years ago. That was, a, oh, I bet that was great. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, um, hot <laughs> hot and cold at the same time actually because yeah. it's like right close to the ocean so oh so at nighttime yeah, yeah. it's kind of deserty but you know so we're staying down by the track and we're just so hot it's just like this is so hot <laughs> then we climb up to the top of the hill and all it's the wind freezing. Would blow off the, <laughs> and it's like the freezing so it was, we couldn't really find any way to get comfortable and yeah uh, you know yeah. so since we're canadians you know everything seems hot to us eh? so that's true <laughs> My one of my sons said. So does he really say a after the end of things? I said sometimes, yeah. That's yeah. you know Canadian. Yeah, I like say unfortunately I, you know I have this bit of this Canadian accent. I, I like it. You know it yeah. reminds me of the day. Do you remember Bob and Doug McKenzie? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, that's kind of where I got the because I used to watch it when I was a kid, and then I thought it would be fun if I uh, kind of uh, pretended to be like them. And uh, now I'm kind of wishing. Now you're kind of wishing you my were. My used to say, "Don't talk like that. Don't talk that? like that. Take off to the great white north. That's, That's a pretty way, way to go. go. That's right, Getty Lee. That's so funny. <laughs> hey, like, give all cops donuts. Yeah. <laughs> well, the whole back bacon, back bacon, and Molson's beer, beer, and a beer yeah. in a tree. Yeah, it's a Molson's beer. They always drink Molson's on it because uh, that's a that was a real popular. Um, <laughs> beer up in canada that's so funny yeah i just saw an advertisement for it the other day it's still around oh yeah molson's is still around yeah. they're still it's still big uh they're big into the the hockey actually they oh that's a lot of, oh, they actually own the montreal canadians oh, they're the family they own the montreal canadians then they sold it to someone else who and then he's basically sold it back to them so. <laughs> that's funny okay well not only do you do a race car uh, champ podcast but you also have another passion in your life um, that involves lots and lots and lots of unique items. You are a collector. Yeah, I I like to uh, collect things. Uh, like say, collect uh, action figures and um, I guess you know prop replicas and uh, statues and things like that. And is there a particular type of 
collectible that you go for more than others? Um, a lot of the Star Wars stuff, uh, to be honest with you, Rick. I do a lot of Star Wars. I buy a little bit of um, Star Trek and, uh, and and a few other things, a little bit of Battlestar Galactica stuff, but mostly Star Wars because that's just the most most of it's out there. You know, if there's more Star Trek stuff, I'd buy more Star Trek. But mm-hmm. uh, well, there's lots of Star Trek, stuff, but there's far more Star Wars oh, things. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of Star Wars stuff. The Star Trek stuff is really hard to find so and they just now go- you yeah it's kind of, kind of a cool thing happened now here you are you do all the you go to collect toy shows and all these different other things too and you actually sell some of your stuff as well as collect right yeah like say i've last few years actually i, I like over the years i bought so many toys and uh like say we just had a whole basement just full of stuff like i had a whole basement full of stuff and then i just found out over the years that collecting the action figures i i didn't enjoy it as much anymore and like say like the figures I, i'd buy figures and then you know i felt like oh i have to buy everyone so i was buying all these figures i didn't really want like i'd right. buy like um at all these ones like just you know like to have the whole series yeah like so i'd be buying like annika's anakin's mom and it's it like, like why do i want what what yeah. shmi or whatever yeah, shmi. it is why yeah <laughs> Why do I want a shmi? Like, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. So, uh, shmi doesn't work. Only money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So anyway, so I, I, I kind of, and even, you know, going on to the Treks and Sci-Fi forums and all that, I saw Rico's collection. He had all these kind of nicer, you know, pieces. A little and, higher end stuff. Yeah, and me. I figured, well, you know, these action figures are all right, but, you know, they keep on coming out. You know, I'll buy like a Stormtrooper. Right. And then the next year they'll come out with a better one. And it's then like, they'll come out a better one. So, so it's like, well, I already spent the money on one of those, but yeah. now they have a better one. So I got to get that. Yeah. So, so you started selling. Yeah. So I, I've, last couple of years, I, you know, they have a toy show in Edmonton each year at the, a friend of mine um, runs. And uh, I'd get a table there and I just, I'd just start selling the figures and uh, wasn't uh, basically, uh, I'm sure they just hated me in this toy show because my my main purpose was I just wanted to get, to get this, rid of them, get rid of it. So I sold it for way really cheaper. cheap, yeah, yeah, way cheaper, you know. I'd say because <laughs> go over to Jeff's booth, man. This is rocking. Yeah, and I sold lots, and it was actually it was nice to sell them because I sold them to like little kids that that yeah. really could love. Yeah, them. They couldn't, yeah, couldn't afford the collector's prices yeah, for the. Right, right. And it was great, you know, because just you know, the kids were so happy. You know, the kids are so excited to buy these Star Wars things. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was nice to sell them to them at like really cheap prices and well, all that kind of stuff, and that cleared out my basement. So it did. You had something really cool happen to you. Here you are in Aberdeen, of yeah. all places, and you go to the local Walmart. And you found something. Yeah, I found, uh, like, say, because a few weeks back, um, they released a, a Bespin Twin Pod car. Um, first time in the modern era. Like, they had one back, like, when we were kids, like, back uh, the vintage line. And the pod car was in um, is in the Empire Strikes Back when they went to Bespin City. And there was those, those orange ships with the two kind of uh, cars attached right. to each right. of them. Well, like, say... They, they looked like a uh, motorcycle with a sidecar. Yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah. So, anyways... Uh, so I went to Walmart yesterday because I got, because I saw one a few weeks back when I, when I was up in Canada, but they wanted something like $35, $40 for it. And it's just like, you know what? I'm going to the U.S. Let's see if they have yeah, any. You know, they should have them down there. They'll be cheaper. So went to Yakima and I went to a Target because we don't have Targets up in Canada. Okay, so right. I'm just excited to go to, to the Target. Target. Sweet. You know? yeah. I'm just, you know, me and Tower. <laughs> I was just going, I'm excited to go to this Target because we don't have Targets in Canada. They have great popcorn we, we at Target. Like, we I like just, Target and Olympia. I like their yeah. popcorn. Yeah. yeah, so we went to this Target and uh, and I went and 
They had all the ships, but they didn't have that one. Oh, figures. And it's just like, oh. And then I went back and I was looking on the internet. Just, and I didn't see any of them on, on like the Toys R Us site or Walmart didn't, Walmart's website didn't seem to have them listed either. And right. I was going, oh no, is this thing going to be hard to find? Right. So then yesterday, you know, the, the hotel that we're staying at is what, right. Two be- seconds away from yeah, Walmart. It's yeah, it's right beside Walmart. So I said, oh, before we went for supper, let's just let's stop by and have a look. And I then, called you while you were there. Yeah, you called me right yeah. when I was picking up oh, that's the, the platform. <laughs> so you so called me and it's just like, oh, great, there's this pod car. So, that's awesome. And I got it, you know, for, a, you know, a, a better price. Better price. And so now I can leave. If I leave the U.S., I'll, I'll feel happy that I got something I was looking for. That's so, awesome. Very, so. very cool. Okay, now the inevitable question comes. Here you do collect. This is your passion. And yeah. obviously the collecting costs way more than podcasting. Yes. Okay. So, Tao Tao, good question for you. How do you do you I, – I know that he does collecting, but you probably aren't into the collecting as much, right? No. So how does that work? Do you get upset with him for buying all this stuff? Um, no. No, I don't I'm not I don't upset about him, but he he likes the toys the most important. Yeah, that he does. Yeah, he yes. happy is important. Yeah, it's it's something that really means a lot to him. Now, of course, over the years, there are things that mean a lot for me, right? Yeah, usually they're noisy though. Yeah, I'm into the Mo- electric most guitars. Most of his and collecting, uh, Rick's collecting, has to do with musical instruments yeah. and. You have a true. you have a handful of like Star Trek and Star Wars things. Which, by the way, in. by the way, Jeff um, was very gracious, and I, I'm not sure was it Christmas or my birthday. You sent me these really cool um, Star Trek ships. I got the Enterprise and the Klingon. Um, yeah, I think it was Christmas. I think yeah. it, was, it was it was after Christmas because I was waiting on something else. So I can right. You couldn't get it to yeah. me before you yeah. got yeah. And and he sent it down to me, and I was able to. I put them up on display, and I over the years people have given me different Star Trek stuff, you know. And so I have all my Star Trek stuff in one place, and I came home one day, and they were gone. Not all of them. I saved some of them. They're actually in my china hutch. Where mm-hmm, my Chinese. Mm-hmm. So now be. my nephew got me some Star Trek plates and a snow globe, but I now have proudly showing I have my ships that Jeff got me. Mm-hmm. I've got the plates and I've got my snow globe. And you just gave me some Star Wars stuff, which is way cool. You're big time into a specific collectible. Yeah, like I say, uh, I, I'm big into this little Japanese um, block figure, and they call it a Kubrick. And it's okay. this little block figure. That, and it's K U B R I X, right? K U R I X. K U B R I C K. Oh, okay. Kubrick. I thought it had an accent. Never yeah. Right. So okay. All right. It's it's called a it's a Kubrick and uh, it's a block figure. Just a little block figure. It looks like what it's a what, couple inches. I yeah, guess. like kind of like the, the Lego ones. Yeah. But bigger. Bigger. Yeah. Uh-huh. A little more detailed on them. Right. And, and like I say, I've kind of been collecting those a few years ago. I have a friend actually. I've I have this friend who um kind of helps uh get them for me, and um I was talking to him. And he might actually, he says he's the only known person in North America, which has the complete Star Wars what, set the of these. The entire thing. Yeah. Because these mm-hmm. things can run very expensive because they're only sold in like um, Japan and like Hong Kong. places. So like where that. do you get yours then? He orders them in. Oh, okay. So they'll bring them in. Like say they're not distributed here in North America. Okay. Some, some online um, people will bring them in. So, so the price on them can kind of... Um, kind of jump up there and the thing with them is they they'll release a series of six figures like i saw you had the battlestar galactica series yeah those are the uh the mini mates they're a right. little different yeah um so they release these kubricks in a in a series of, of six 
and then they they put in what they call a chase figure so you know, those will be kind of like short packed in the box so you don't know if you're getting one or not so like uh, they'll ship so this it's like a surprise yeah they'll ship this huge big box of figures and there might only be one in like a box of oh like, my. like you know like a hundred like you know like maybe 200 figures in that whole big so box. you collect those i don't collect those those are oh. way too expensive this friend of mine does because oh. those ones you some of those could go for like a couple hundred dollars and that's wow. just that's, that's too out of your league there yeah that's out of yeah. my league yeah. <laughs> so so like say i just click basically the you know the the standard series because well, that that's i was pretty excited because you brought me um c-3po with his eyeball popped out yeah. and salacious crumb is yeah. that how you say it? salacious yeah Sal- salacious crumb yeah. sitting on his shoulder the one that goes ah <laughs> And, and an R2-D2. And an R2-D2 that serves drinks on Jabba's, Jabba the Hutt's barge. Yeah. That's cool from Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that's cool. So, <laughs> so now they're up in my little thing too. But anyway, my I came home and my wife had taken them, my Star Trek glasses from the new movie. And she, she put them in storage along with my phaser. Well, we had thought about putting our house up for sale. And so I was trying to declutter, which, you know, I look around and uh, I didn't go too far but i you know i was attempting and so i did put a few things away and so here's here's my question then okay so so we're both married couples and and we you okay so you collect different things that's your passion and you like um car races and stuff like that and and i want to make sure i say the right ones it's it's not it's IndyCar. It's IndyCar and Got Formula it. One. Yeah, I yeah. don't want to say the other I one. I watch anymore. NASCAR, but okay, we just but... don't cover it on the podcast. Okay, all right. And then Amy, I love Star Trek and music and stuff like that, so I collect music and I and uh, and I have all, everything Star Trek. Mm-hmm. A little bit of Star Wars, but mostly Star Trek. What do you ladies like? What is your, What are your passions? What do you like? Good question, huh? Put you on the spot. Yeah, so good question. I don't know. <laughs> She likes clothes. Ah, uh, <laughs> shopping. shopping. You're you and my daughter. In <laughs> fact, we shopper. we were excited about you guys coming down because um, Catherine first out of her mouth said, "So what does she like?" And I said, "She likes to shop." And she, you have yourself a soul sister right there. Yes, oh, she good. loves she she um, shops until her mom is exhausted, and mm. then I have to say, I can't I shop, shop anymore. Shop. Because I I need to have the energy to drive home. Yeah. <laughs> just, because she loves to shop. So she's hoping that while you're here, you will go to Ross with her. Oh, that's good. And I I'm, would love it. I would think have I would you, have, have you have gone to Ross before? No. Ah. Okay, well, well you and I are going to Ross, too, because... Yeah. They have some really cool they things that I'm going to show you. They have gadgets there. Oh, okay. They have... Uh, I don't know if you have the Super Friends uh, Year One on uh, DVD, but they have it there for very cheap oh well, let's and check it out. they also have the bionic woman the new series oh on dvd new bionic series. Uh, yeah 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 on dvd and for cheap oh well yeah we're definitely gonna have to check that yeah. out then and little gadgets i think i find gadgets yeah. there all the time okay so what's your passion dear um you know i've really got out of collecting other than i um did scrapbooking for a while and so it was kind of fun to get new scrapbooking things but even then i kept it pretty limited because Mm -hmm. we have a small house and a lot of people and there's not a lot of room for collecting things so i used to collect spoons when i was a little girl like wherever i went i'd buy a little spoon and i had a little hole not anymore though no the kids kind of lost them when they were little yes yeah (laughs) so you really don't collect anything at all um what's your passion 
my passion other than picking you collect uh, dirty you know dishes what? for me yeah you know what i i do really love is flowers and i'm yes, i know when does. jeff and teo teo came oh no teo teo <laughs> you said it wrong. i said it wrong because we said it wrong for like four years um tau tau when they came she goes wow you have a lot of flowers and i i do have i guess that could be kind of collecting except for they kind of die away every year so you don't really keep them well gardening i guess you know but yeah. i i do like gardening and hiking and scrapbooking or kind of and reading i like to read I'm kind yes of you do like to read a geeky girl that way i figured out something very interesting after <laughs> years of of being married I, l- I love it when she plays with my hair because I, I don't know why. When I was a little kid, I guess my mom did that. Anyway, so I figured out that if she has a good book that she reads at night or she, she there's a conspiracy going on. She I like to watch Star Trek at night, you know, like The Next Generation with Captain Picard here and everything. He's in the studios with us as well. Anyway, I like to put that on even though I've seen the shows a billion times. Well, what she does now, she gets to the bedroom before I do, and she'll put on a different program than Star Trek just so that I won't watch Star Trek. And then I'll put my earphones on and just kind of fall asleep, you know, as she's watching this program. I have discovered if she has a good book or she's watching a program that isn't Star Trek, she'll play with my hair while she's watching that. So I'm not so upset anymore. But but if you have Star Trek on... Is this too much information? I don't know. So if you have Star Trek on, what do I do? Uh, You fall asleep. I know the first thing I do is I have my eyes closed and I listen to about 30 seconds of it and I tell him the whole plot and then I go to sleep. (laughs) I said, with my eyes closed, I'll listen just for a little bit and I'll go, oh, this is the show that this and this happens and this and this and then (laughs) because he's watched Star Trek so many times. I have all the plots memorized and it's just like, uh... Yeah, to be married to a I'm just staring at her now. Actually, I did something probably yesterday, which you'd probably be embarrassed, uh, Rick. <gasps> what? Well, we got into Aberdeen. And wait, 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 wait. Let me get this on camera. I got to hear this. Just a minute. It, I, I had to restart it. I want to make sure we're on here. Okay, yeah, okay. All right, all right. Okay, Jeff, you have something embarrassing to confess. Yeah, I have something embarrassing to confess. All right, right. here we go. So uh, we went to uh, we got into Aberdeen yesterday, and before we went for supper last night... Um, you know, Tao Tao, she's checking some things out on the uh, the computer. I'm just laying on the bed watching their, watching the TV, and I'm flipping around the channels and um, come across the Hallmark channel. And they Yay! have no. I love Hallmark You did. Channel. You didn't and defy watched, all man manliness. And they had Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> I, go, I haven't seen this one. This wasn't one I hadn't seen. So I actually. Hey, those are my it. shows. I love. You watch? Okay, I secretly watch it too, and yeah. I actually really like it. And and. Uh, so which one was it? This one was, uh, I think it was one of the, I think it might have been the, the next gen, you know, because they had Little House and then the they had Little the next House, generation the of it. The New Beginning or yeah, something Yeah, with, like with Almanzo okay. and Laura yeah. and, mm-hmm. and Albert Older. Yeah, so anyways, this one was something like Mr. Edwards and some girl which was blind. Uh-huh. Lots of blind people on Little yeah, House. Well, that's because they had, they had a blind house. They had a blind house. Remember Adam... Um, yeah, which Mary, was Mary's Mary. husband. Yeah, because yeah. Mary and Adam weren't they blind? Yeah, yeah. And then Adam and got his sight back. Got his sight back. I think yeah. Mary always. But was they blind. had us. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyways, Mr. Edwards, he met some some young girl, and then she went to Chicago or something like that, and got some with Hester Sue, and got some Hester uh, Sue. I remember her. Got yeah. some operation. Have some more biscuits. And then yeah. they, you know, the age difference was too much, and they had to break up. I, I, I'd never seen that one, but I was just like, oh, you know, I haven't. Seen I just remember Mr. Mr. Edwards. Remember him? Yes. Uh, old something tuck it 
What he used Old to. Old man Tuckett. He, yeah. he would sing that one song. Yeah, Home his hair pan, with a wagon wheel. Yeah. Washed his face in a frying pan. pan. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to confess then something. Uh-oh. I'll look at the camera while I do it. I have been taping Bonanza every day. Two hours of it every yeah. day. And at lunchtime, I go and watch one of the shows. Oh, that's cool. I've, I think I've seen every Bonanza, to be honest with you. Well, and you know why? Because Bonanza is basically Star Trek The Next Generation done in the West. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I mean, think about it. Okay, there's a you know the plots are similar. You know. Well, it's funny too because you watch watch the you know like the Bonanza. You know they had the episode in Bonanza, then they had it in Little House, yep. then they had it on Highway to Heaven. That's right. <laughs> that's true. They yeah they definitely true. Definitely yeah. true. Yeah. Well, then Michael Landon was involved in all that, and that's yeah. probably why. But you know, we always got a kick. I got a kick out of it when Ben Cartwright became Adama on uh, Battle on Star Battlestar Black. Galactica. That was pretty cool to see. Old Ben, you know, get back on the saddle again, but this time on a spaceship. Yeah, like say, yeah, I was kind of cool. It's just like, oh, isn't that uh... actually because I'd actually seen Battlestar Galactica before I ever watched. Oh, Bonanza, I didn't know so, that. Okay, because we never really because we had got Battlestar Galactica up in Canada, but uh, Bonanza, I, I was you know I wasn't really into westerns when I was a kid. So uh, okay, yeah. and then I just I started watching Bonanza. So it was funny to see him that way. Yeah, we actually got to go to the Ponderosa. Oh, really? Yeah, it's down not, by Lake Tahoe. Not me, when you were a kid. Okay, me. When I was a little kid, I went with my parents, and they actually have the Ponderosa. And we got to go to the house where they filmed everything. And did you know, this is a trivia fact. Everybody in Take Him With You Land, this is a trivia fact. Here we go. Did you know that the entire program was filmed not only on location, but also in Hollywood? And so, whenever any of the actors would run upstairs, you see them go up the stairs, that staircase, as soon as you went in a little bit further, ended at a wall. There was no there upstairs was no in the house. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So all of the room scenes that you see in the bedrooms and stuff was all done in Hollywood. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And we actually that. got to walk up the staircase, and there's just a wall there. And there was a whole wall in the house that came out. And they'd take the whole wall out so they could do the different filming shots and stuff over by the dining room and stuff. And uh, anyway, fabulous place. It was beautiful. The barn and the and the ranch, and they had animals there and everything. It was really, really cool. Yeah, it was a cool. So I always used to always like it to watch it, too, because you got to see a lot of those actors from that generation. Like, I think I saw DeForest oh, Kelly. Yeah, on he was in there. Episode, yeah, yeah. And a lot of other guys who were, like, guest stars. And They had like, all the good ones stars. on there. Yeah. The, all the ladies and stuff. The only bad part of, about Bonanza... <laughs> Was that if any of the Cartwright boys fell in love with a girl, she either died or was maimed. Something bad happened. Because <laughs> I mean, they couldn't bring them back the next time, you know. I only yeah. saw a couple of reoccurring characters, and that was Will Cartwright. And then maybe oh, Sheriff Coffee was there every week. But they'd always have a bad guy in town that was, like, taking over the town or something. You never saw him before, and you never saw him again. But, but the Cartwright boys... Yeah, yeah it cool. was bad news to fall in love with the Cartwright boy. You were usually, like... Killed yeah, off. Yeah, you got well, killed. Usually, little Joe too, because he was a real ladies. ladies That's man. right. He, Haas, yeah, yeah, not so much. So. No, Haas was just like the gentle giant. Yeah, and then uh, Adam, yeah. he was only on for a couple of years. And then yeah, he, and then he actually, I guess, he had some type of a dispute with them all. Yeah, I guess so. Well, yeah, then he disappeared, been... and they never talked about him again. Adam, kind of like Richie that. Cunningham in Happy Days had his his, his brother, Chuck. brother Yeah, Chuck. Yeah, we he's... saw him the first season, and we never <laughs> heard from him ever again. I remember I watched like this friend of mine got the DVDs of like Happy Days. Yeah. And went, he got them, and then we went over to his house and we were watching this? some episodes. 
And they weren't that funny. No. Going, it was actually the first season was yeah, wasn't the first that good. Season wasn't wasn't that good. funny? I'm not sure if it was supposed to be more drama or something I don't, like that. I don't know. And the funny thing, yeah. we're getting off into happy days, but Fon- <laughs> Fonzie wasn't supposed to be a main character at the beginning. He no, was just he like the, a mechanic and it a, was like a, He had the white jacket too. Yeah, he wasn't a main character and then he became kind of but then he became a biker and then a, he became happy days i mean he he, he really made the show hey tau tau's never seen any of these shows so oh she, so we're talking no wonder she's looking like okay well this is real this fun. is really boring i'm sure <laughs> no she's big into uh what was her favorite show was um she really liked that uh, terminator uh sarah connor chronicles oh that was good yeah, yeah. we watched I that it. i watched that with my boys hey everybody before we go on let's just wave at everybody from treks and sci-fi Anybody watching YouTube, I had to turn this off. But uh, hey, thanks for joining us. I'm, we're still going to go on with the podcast, but I just want to make sure that we got that going. But me and Tao Tao as All well, right. too. Like the show that we watch now together is uh, Fringe. We really like Fringe. Oh, yeah. yeah. My son really likes Fringe. Yeah. I, I have them all that. on the DVR. I haven't watched them all yet. Yeah, but it's really cool. It's coming back, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. I like that well, one you too. know, it's fun to see Leonard Nimoy in a role that wasn't Spock. Yeah, it was. And he's really good. Yeah, Tube is only in it for just a little bit. I know, but I think he's coming back. Isn't he coming back? He was in some of the last episodes of last season. I'm not sure. I thought he kind of... um, Did he... Well, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. They had the alternate... yeah. The alternate universe or the other dimension or whatever. And he was in quite a bit at the end of the last season. Yeah, I'm not sure. I I, I don't want to... I can't can't really recall, actually. I'm not sure if he might have... um, sacrificed himself possibly he could have yeah. i don't remember you know, i didn't see the very I, end yeah. i can't remember i have to maybe andrew have to would go back and watch yeah. the last i, I like this i like the characters and i like the actors and actresses yeah. in it they're very good yeah it was like say so we both really enjoy that did, did you guys watch v at all um i watch v tau tau doesn't watch v but i you haven't watched v you need to watch v it's really good i don't blame her but the rats and the no we used to watch yeah. um, Heroes, but um, mm-hmm. we thought the last couple of seasons they were kind of got weird. I wasn't impressed with the last few yeah. seasons. Hate it. Yeah, very complicated. And then yeah. I couldn't remember from week to week what was going on. Just was the first season, just yeah. really clear what they mm-hmm. say, what they talk about. And second, oh, I don't know. I don't understand totally. Yeah. My yeah. my son liked Heroes quite a bit, but he like likes the super strong guys or whatever super people superheroes you know, superheroes that would be called superheroes yeah, like um smallville superman yeah. green arrow that kind of stuff okay so here we are sitting here and and uh we've been having a nice chat i hope people are enjoying our talk um i started uh amy and i started the podcast about a year and a half a little bit more than that ago and um you, uh, Jeff, you've been a real encouragement. So now I can say it live in front of your face. Just wanted to thank you for all the encouraging notes you've sent over the time. I, I think I think a lot of times when people podcast, they don't. It's not like radio where you get instant results. You yeah. know, on radio yeah. you got people calling in and stuff like that. Podcasting is a different animal. You know, you do it and you put it out there and you hope somebody likes it. Yeah. And you don't hear a whole lot back from people. Not usually, as you know. Yeah, like say our our racing podcast. It's like. We Does anybody hear, listen? Yeah, we don't even know how many people listen. We got we got like two really devoted listeners, which uh, right, which post on our forums, and, <laughs> and, that, and it's like huh. beyond that, we have no idea if anyone else listens. <laughs> right, but, but we just figure we just do it, you know, because we want to do it. And uh, well, I'll tell you, yeah. it, it shows that you appreciate podcasting because you you are always very quick to send something or or. Uh, and, and and you don't just send hey cool podcast you actually talk about what you liked about it 
yeah like i say you guys talk a lot, a lot about um a lot of a lot of topics which um which i find myself you know I, I think about which um you know it gives me a different perspective on maybe how i view some things um mm-hmm. What was a few of the ones that you did recently? You did a, a really good one a couple of weeks back. Um, we talked about savoring life. Yeah, savoring life one. I really like that. You both had some great perspective on, on kind of how to savor life, how to approach life. Well, you I know, always and get you know, so much out of those ones. And you know, it's funny. The reason we did that program was because I had that health scare, and all of a sudden you realize how much you appreciate life when you think you might be dying. <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously, yeah. when you when you realize, the, oh my gosh, I, there's nothing I can do at this point. You know, this could be it. You know, you start to think about life in a different way. And, you, you know, you, so you talk about savoring life. That's why we did the program and it, it came out real well. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, through the years or so, a year and a half or so, um, what are some of the things that, I mean, th- there might be people listening or or, or uh, people out there that maybe aren't familiar with the program. And then maybe they're listening for the first time because you guys are on. You never know. Uh, but uh, what would you say is the most consistent thing about the program that that is helpful to you? Uh, the most consistent thing. I just think you're maybe you're both of your perspectives on kind of how to, like I say, get most out of your life or how to approach life. I, th- I think is probably the thing which um, which I get the most out of. Uh, like I say, that's most con- kind of consistent uh, kind of viewpoint or consistent feeling I get, get out of it is just. The way you guys approach it, the way you, you approach the subject, it, you know, like say, not saying it's predictable, but, you know, like say you guys never really go off on something which would be totally unexpected. You know, you right. have a pretty consistent viewpoint on way you, you handle things or way you look discuss, at life. Right? Look at life. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think about here? I'm going to put Amy on the spot. What do you think about Amy joined me here in the last seven months? I used to do it solo, all by myself. And even though I could do that, well, um, once in a while I would join. Yeah, you and once in a while she'd come in and anyway. do something. Um, what, what has she added anything to the podcast for you? Yeah, she has because she's added, um, like, say you had your perspective. Amy has a, a slightly different perspective. Sometimes you guys almost opposite perspective. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you guys, you know, kind of uh, disagree politely. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> well, that's that's on uh, yeah. tape, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or did. on the computer. Yeah, you try to disagree politely off yeah. tape too. <laughs> I don't know about that. Because sometimes Rick, you'll you'll go and you'll say something, and Amy will kind of uh, tone it down a little bit and go, "Well, well, you know," because you know, you'll just throw something out there. You'll just throw something out there, and mm-hmm. uh, sometimes it might be something, and then Amy, Amy will kind of fill in around it a bit, so it doesn't come off looking as uh, yeah you know, a certain way. So I, I think she. You both right. Rick will be more right, white yeah. and black in yeah. some areas. I'm going, well, you know, you yeah. got to think about where the people are coming from. Yeah. And then other ways, I'm like that, and yeah. he will. Yeah, so, so you guys kind of fill in the, yeah. fill in everything. You know, you f- fill in, you know, Rick will say something, and you'll fill it in, or you'll say something, and Rick will fill, fill uh-huh. it in. So yeah. that way we discovered that about marriage. I'm sure you guys have experienced that too, is where, where one area you may be really strong in, you might not be as strong. And then one area you might be really strong in, He's not as strong, and and that's how that balances each other out. It's oh, exactly, good, yeah. exactly. Uh, Tao Tao, she's she's probably helped me out with a lot of things. Uh, she, you know, like there's some things which I'm I'm just not that good at, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, she's she's much better better at. And this I is am. this is why God puts different people together like this. Yeah, to balance <laughs> each other out. Yeah, yep. balance is very important for the couple. Yeah, life. Yep. Yeah, very very much so. I think the. Um, one of the goals with our podcast, as you know, is um, we wanted to we wanted to figure out a way to convey our faith in God 
without being religious per se. And you and I did a program together that that has got lots of hits. Lots of people have listened to the program that you and I did together. And because you were you grew up in more of the Catholic faith, yes. And then um, I guess what I'm trying to ask is um, uh, because some people have they label us a religious podcast and they just don't listen. But I, I think that they might be a little bit in error because maybe if they haven't listened, they don't know, realize our approach to things is a little bit different than you might have in a real structured type of religion yes. type of thing. Um, uh, just tell me a little bit about that because it's a little bit different than what you were used to. I mean, are, are, are we coming across – I'm asking questions right here on the podcast. Yikes. Are we coming across super religious or is it working? Uh, like I say, I don't think you guys come across super religious. Like I say, you talk about your faith, which is, uh, you know, kind of the point of this podcast. And, sure. And, you know, like I say, you know, how you guys handle things in life, but you don't really come across super religious in any sense. Because, like I say, I come from a Catholic um, background. I'm not a real strong Catholic. I'll be uh, honest about that. But sure. it's it's very, very structured. Like you go to Mass and... Uh, Everything's... Yeah, this this is how, how it's yeah. done. And... Uh, like I, I, as well too. I think with the Catholic Church, you know, you're expected to live your life a certain way. I guess, yeah. Uh, like yeah. say, you know, a certain certain guideline. I think it. I think that's softened over the years. You know, it's it's become a little more um, more uh, relaxed, relaxed yeah. or contemporary. I right. guess. Yeah. There you, you know, go. That's more, the word for more it. More contemporary viewpoint on how how to live your life. I guess. So, like, say, seeing how you guys, you know, your podcasts and bringing your faith into it. Like I say, I find that interesting, you know, to get a different perspective on it because my religious background has is, is always been, you know, like a, a Catholic one. So like so I've only seen it from a certain uh, viewpoint. So let me ask you this then. Has has our podcast helped you at all in the area of your faith? Um, A bit. It's gotten me to think a bit more about, uh, you know, my kind of relationship with, with God or, or how I, I view God. Um, like say, it gets me thinking about things I might not necessarily think about all the time. Sure, because we, yeah, we do bring up different subjects yeah, and yeah. Read, read scripture and stuff yeah, like that. You know, yeah, how that, that factors into your life. You know, you, you get so people get so wrapped up in in their day to day lives. You know, you got work and you got whatever things else it just takes to to yeah. live life. That yeah. that sometimes you forget about uh, you know some of the more spiritual aspects of it, right? Because you're just really looking at what's kind of like right in front of you, right? And how that's going to impact your life. Yeah. You know, now you also read our newsletter. I know. Yes, I do. And uh, that's uh, kind of the unsung hero of what we do. We we write every week. We do two articles usually. And once she writes one and I write one and we send it out and we don't get hardly any feedback on that. However, when I mentioned that we might not do the newsletter, I got all sorts of people like, no, 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 no. I, that's the first thing I read on Monday morning. And, and it's a little bit heavier on the Christian side. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit know. heavier, but I, I kind of like, um, you know, cause you guys do it from your Christian standpoint, but you also too, it's, it's about life. Yeah. About life. And you talk about, you know, something which is interesting, which has happened to both of you, each week, it's usually something pretty topical, I guess, in, in what sure. you guys have encountered within the week. Right. And then you kind of wrap that in with your faith. So I, I, like I just wrote about my, the spider that I saw on the window. And, and you haven't read that one yet, though you were on vacation. Yeah, I probably haven't read that one yet. But uh, like say, it's just interesting, like say how you guys kind of wrap, you know, kind of 
your faith and kind of you know what's happening with you in the in the week sometimes you tie it in too as well with the weekly weekly podcast as well so mm-hmm. and i really like it like say like we're talking about feedback you know i guess sometimes you're just not going to get feedback so i guess you just have to go off of faith that people are are listening and, and care about it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it is hard sometimes it's yeah, not like, like like they always say you know sometimes you know you don't really get much feedback because the only time you ever get feedback is when if you it's get, bad yeah negative feedback yeah. like yeah. Uh, well in radio we used to have that all the time if you got one call that was bad there's probably a hundred people that thought the same thing you know yeah uh, but you will always savor the ones that came in that were nice comments yeah like say you're not going to get a lot of nice that's just that's in any walk of life i yeah. think you're yeah you're not going to get the nice you're going to get more of the complaining complaints or or whatever when those aren't bad too you know sometimes if you do something bad or something like that someone calls you on it then you know yeah. at least you, you know yeah well we certainly want to be open to that kind of thing now here's the here's the big final question for you ready this is great you'll like this because you're really good at suggesting things. Whenever I put a thing out there and say, what would you like to see on the program? I'm going to, I'm going to ask you right point blank here on the thing. And because you had all sorts of, you had some ideas that you kind of thought, and we kind of actually did a few programs based on what you had written in about. Is there anything else you'd like to see on our show or maybe some guests or different things like that? Um, I know I'm putting you on the spot, but uh, be honest. I I really like the the guests. I wouldn't mind if you brought in some more, you know, you talk about so many of these people that you know around um, Aberdeen and mm-hmm. all that. Maybe bring them into the... Yeah, bring them in, interview them. You know, people that you've... Both of you have kind of grown up with, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, just people that you've grown up or you've known, you know, helps... You know... Helps us learn a bit more about yourselves, actually, and the the people that you associate with. That'd be really cool. You know, I was thinking about bringing Wendell, my friend that had his his, uh, leg amputated and has come back and done really spectacular. You know, he's a great story of a guy that, you know, really leaned on his faith in a very hard situation and now... Mm -hmm has just really defied all odds. Well, he's had to learn how to walk three times. In his life. But he would be great to have on the program. Because he'd been in a bad accident. And maybe the guy and maybe the guy that runs the Star Wars store would be fun to have on the program too. And you know, different people like the lady from the from the uh, restaurant we're going to today. She would be really fun to to, to get yeah, to know. People and, like that. You know, yeah. like say I think you know you know, kind of, I think that might, you know, because you guys have covered a lot of topics, and yeah. uh, you know, maybe you know, you know, getting some more interviews or something like that is something I'd I'd find interesting, you know, especially like say so many people that you hear about, you know, from from both of your guys's emails or your posts. It'd be fun. It'd be a lot like of fun. That. That's a good idea. Fun. That's a great idea. See, <laughs> yeah. see, yeah, you guys are here you. for a good reason. <laughs> I guess. Well, I just want to, I want to say thank you again. Uh, Jeff and Tao Tao, you guys are just fantastic. And I'm so excited to meet your wife. You know, you talked about her all the time in a good way. Don't worry. And uh, it, so we're just excited. I've seen pictures and everything, but what a unique thing to live in a world where the world has gotten a lot smaller because of the internet. And we can become friends. And uh, I was thinking of, of so many different people that I'd love to meet. And before I kick the bucket, I want to meet some people, you know. And so far now, we've gotten to meet uh, a few people that we really are excited about meeting now. Uh, we're going to have a great week, I'm sure. Uh, got lots of stuff planned. I hope I don't wear you guys out. Oh, we want to have a good time. Okay, well, so we, we got, oh, there, go, there he goes again. Picard <laughs> just fell I over. Tess ran into him. <laughs> but anyway. Um, we should take him to the campfire. 
Picard is not. Well, he can come out to the campfire, but he, I don't want him to get burned. I meant that he should be part of the campfire. No, you're not going to burn my cardboard cutout of John Luke well, Picard. Well, Rick, if you if you ever move like you guys are talking, you just need to buy a house, and then you can have that's right, my own basement. Yeah, your basement or that's whatever. Right. Yeah, and I can put as many Picards of, in there as I want. That's kind of the idea. If I if we ever build a house, I want to build a house with a daylight basement, and yeah. he can have his recording studio that's and a, all of his Star Trek and Star Wars. My things. house, like if you come to our house, yeah. The whole upstairs, you don't see any Star Wars stuff at That's all. That's funny. Like, Good job. It's all <laughs> in the basement. It's all in the nice. basement. All the Star Wars, Star remodeled. Trek, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we had to. Well, actually, I had a leak a couple. Weeks I heard ago. that it didn't. But it wasn't as bad as you thought. No, it wasn't as bad as. Yes. Guy came. You know, I I still got a hole. I got a patch when I get back. Yeah, but, but that's uh, okay. That's all right. So. Yeah. Well, anyway, thank you so much for taking time. I know we could be out having fun, and we're in here recording, but uh, that's all right. And and I'm just I again I just want to say how much I appreciate our friendship and I can't wait we're gonna have so much fun this week we have so many fun things to do and I'm looking forward to it so thank you for taking time out of your to actually come here for part of your vacation how cool is that yay well welcome welcome to you guys like you know for uh, you know thank you for uh, inviting both of us like, uh, say, very, we really appreciate it you're very yeah, very wait, welcome. thank you you're very very welcome all right everybody that's it for t- this week we uh, now what are we doing next week. I'm not sure. Okay, well, you just have, it'll be a grab It'll be bag. a you have surprise. To, yeah, it would be a big Maybe surprise. Maybe to us, too. We better plan that. <laughs> no, we, we have a good schedule worked yeah. up. We just have to look at the list of things that we're covering. I don't but have anyway. my laptop in front of me like I usually do. Thank you again. Make sure you listen to uh, Jeff's uh, podcast. He also has another one that we didn't really talk about called What's in Jeff's Basement. He's really only done a couple programs. Yeah, too. I'll, I'll be starting once the basement's kind of finished, then I'll, I'll be... Starting that up again. Good, because so. it's really good. It's a great program. Are I got to help gonna, with the theme song. That was fun. Are yeah. they going to be video podcasts so you can actually show the... Yeah, videos? actually, I think I'll be doing a few video ones That's as well, be too. I'll probably be leaning on Rick again for I'll some... Help. Uh, post-production or absolutely kind of uh, if, if i'm there had, if we had passports we could come up and he could film them for you but i don't we don't have passports. Uh, well, the internet's <laughs> a, again made with a small world so it'll be good so yeah. thanks again for joining us you guys okay that's it for taking with you i'm rick moyer i'm amy moyer and uh this is jeff this is Tao Tao. saying have a great day uh, Take Him With You is a Moyer Multimedia LLC production, copyright 2010. All rights reserved. All right, guess what we get to do? Go out to Chinese food. Sweet baby. Yay. Chinese food, here we come. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. See you next week. That we mentioned earlier has never seen Empire or Jedi. What? No. I know. I nearly banished her. I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And we're the socially functional co-hosts of Anomaly. The podcast with a unique perspective, a female perspective on all things geek. Star Trek, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Buffy, Firefly, gaming, books, costuming, and general geek topics. The sometimes monthly, but always entertaining Anomaly Podcast. AnomalyPodcast.com
Hello, my name is Meds. And I'm Kelly. And we are the presenters of Waffle On Podcast. Now, once you've finished listening to the brilliant Taking With You podcast... What in the wide world of sports is that? It's a podcast that's spiritual, but not religious, and all about Rick's geeky life. What? Does he like geeky TV? Indeed he does. What? Like TV we like from 1960 to 1999? Indeed, and that's why he listens to us. That's what we're about. We do British TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. So come and find us. You can find us at Podbean, just type in Waffle On Podcast. Podcast or iTunes. We'd be honoured if you'd join us. Thank you. Hi, my name's Al, and my wife Joyce and I are big Disneyland fans. In fact, we love the place so much we started a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth. In our show, Tales from the Mouse House, we'll discuss some news and updates on the Disneyland Resort, reveal some amazing little known gems we call hidden treasures. And we'll also review some of the rides and attractions that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And we'll review some places to satisfy your hunger attacks, as well as offer up some tips and tricks we've picked up over the years that can help you get the most out of your Disneyland Resort vacation. So, after Rick and Amy have helped you along your spiritual path, check out Tales from the Mouse House in iTunes. And remember, make it a magical day. The Earth belongs to the Nereza, and only one hope remains. Project Eden. An ocean and thousands of miles infested with monsters separate the companions from their last hope for salvation. And all the while, an unseen hand guides their every move. After the dawn comes the morning, but with the light comes the inescapable truth. The human race needs a miracle. The Martians Are Here podcast, available on iTunes and through themartiansarehere.com. Guildies, this is Kenny from Knights of the Guild Podcast, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. I'm here with some really cool news. Not only are we still continuing our regular podcast, microcast, and minicast, we've now added companion casts. A companion cast is a podcast that coincides with a new episode of The Guild, and will take you behind the scenes of that specific episode. I was fortunate enough to be on set during filming of Season 4 and got exclusive interviews with cast and crew as they finish their scenes for that day. I also sit down with the creator of The Guild, Felicia Day, as well as the producer, Kimmy and the director, Sean Becker, and get insights into the workings of this fantastic web series. So when you're finished watching a new episode of The Guild, be sure to go to knightsoftheguild.com and download the companion cast for some fun behind-the-scenes information.